Welcome to Made in Science, the official podcast of the University of Stuttgart. My name is Wolfgang Holtkamp, and I'm Senior Advisor on International Affairs. In today's episode, we welcome alumnus He Jun Sim from Seoul. He graduated from the University of Stuttgart with a diploma in architecture and urban planning in 2008, after spending a few years working in well-known architectural offices in Europe, he started his own office back in Seoul, together with his wife and fellow alumna, also from the University of Stuttgart. Today, we are excited to have the opportunity to talk to him about his role as global citizen and about new approaches in architecture in South Korea and beyond. So, hello and Anjaong Haseo to you. How are you today? Hello. Hello, Wolfgang. How are you? Good, thank you. Your Korean is very good. <laughs> May I ask what kind of building you are in right now? I'm in Seoul and I'm actually inside a building which I designed and built in 2018. So actually my office is in the first and second floor and my house is in, in upper levels. So actually I'm inside my house and my office. That sounds like an ideal combination, really. Your office that you run together with your wife is called Archi Workshop. From what I know, the word Archi Workshop, at least in the English version, I'm sure there is a Korean version that you will tell us, has a double meaning. Can you tell us more about it? Yes. Uh, Archi Workshop in Korean is pronounced Gongbang, And this workshop in Korean has two meanings. One is discussion, and the other meaning is the workshop. So we have this, our office, like a part of our philosophy, to have this discussion and to treat the design like a workshop. So we discuss a lot. Me and my, my wife also studied in Stuttgart, uh, the architecture, and we try to have the discussion not just between us but the, the architects who work in our office we try to widen our architecture level through very active discussion is this a new trend a new tendency you would say in korea to widen the discussion when it comes to architecture i think it's a very kind of a natural process and part of the architecture so it's just not just a trend but I think it has been developed from very long time so before our generation or even very long time ago because through the discussion we share idea and also we have opportunity to hear other ideas and voices that we are not just focusing very narrow kind of perspective view of the architecture, but it, it helps to widen the architecture, the perspective of view, and it helps a lot to develop the architecture quality. I can very well see this. Is there an architectural focus in your work? Is there a special direction that you follow? What is your particular design, if I may ask that, and if there is one? Actually, we try not to... Uh, focus on one problem or one direction of the architecture. We came back to Korea in 2012 while 
I was working at Renzo Piano building workshop in Paris. I was involved in a project in Korea and I was sent to Korea after the design process for the design supervision. And when I first came back to Korea, there was kind of a lot of concern that some part of the architecture in Korea was actually a very high quality. But on the other hand, there was still big fields where a lot of design concern, design idea was needed. So we actually focused on all the aspects where architecture field is actually meeting together. For example, arts or leisure, housing, or even like uh, art exhibitions, whatever. Whatever is attached to the architecture, we try to be involved and we try to bring the quality in a higher level. That was our kind of the starting point and we are trying to keep this kind of work until now. It covers quite a wide field as you describe it. When I've read about your Archie Workshop Studio, the word everyday architecture came up as well. What would that mean? Is this a special term that uh, you use for your work or is this a more general term in architecture? So everyday architecture is actually the philosophy of Archie Workshop. Of course, everyday architecture has different aspects from different people, but what we actually pursue is to bring higher level of architecture quality which has deep connection to people's life. So we try to bring up the quality of everyday architecture so that people can enjoy the high quality life. Having said that, you also differentiate in architecture between the terms beauty and beautiful, I would say, and also pretty. What is the difference between architecture that is beautiful and perhaps architecture that is pretty? The word difference between pretty and beautiful, we try to go the direction of beautiful. I mean, pretty has different kind of, everyone has different kind of mind, what is better and what is not better. But to be beautiful, everything has to be perfect. So when you do architecture, we try to go the way it should be beautiful, which means it's structurally an aesthetic way and also in philosophy, of course, that it has to match all together to become a beautiful architecture. When I look at your resume, a couple of things uh, struck me really, and it may relate to what you just said about beautiful and beautiful aspects of architecture. You have won prizes when you worked in the field of glamping. You have designed even parking spaces. You have also worked for libraries, mobile libraries, in the Seoul Innovation Park. How could such a concept of uh, something that is beautiful relate to so many different aspects of architecture and uh, also different projects? When you do a project, we try to look at the context of the site. Uh, the context has a lot of different uh, meanings. We concern about the client, 
and we also look at the condition of the site we also look at the budget we look at the people who are going to use the program so when you look all these things that it also has to match perfectly that it's not just kind of an ego that I like this design but it has to be loved by everyone and it has to be well used and it has to be functional so we do a lot of different types of programs and each time when we do totally different programs we try to respect what this site context has We've heard a lot about your approach and the approach of your wife in your studio Archie workshop in Seoul. I wonder, you just mentioned the word client that you, as you explained earlier, are in close discussion with always. Now, do you think client, the role of the client, also the attitude of the client has changed in Seoul or beyond Seoul in Korea as well over the last years that you've been in the business? Yes, I think they changed a lot. When I worked at Renzo Piano in Paris, uh, he always said the good building comes together with the good architects and the good clients. When I first came to Korea, uh, it was kind of a very beginning of good architecture has studied a lot in, in Seoul. So before then, the clients didn't have enough information or didn't know enough about architecture in order to ask the architects what they want and what they should get. But now, through many years, in last decade, people have more information from media and people had a chance to get more information through the magazine or website that what they want and what they should ask. And through this process, When they actually meet architects, they know better what they should ask in order to get better building. And really it helps a lot the architects that they don't just spend, waste a lot of time on wrong thing, but focusing on designing a better design. Hee-jun, in what way did your studies at the University of Stuttgart influence your approach to be an architect? Actually, I was quite interested in lightweight structure and high-tech architecture. And the experience at the University of Stuttgart, I think it was kind of a life opportunity for me because the education that I had at the University of Stuttgart really matched perfectly to my interest. At the University of Stuttgart, we have a great professors and they really gave me to have wider range of view to the architecture. And for me, it was really such a great experience there. The way to Stuttgart was not very direct from Korea to Germany, but you started your education actually somewhere else. Yes, I studied my architecture studying in Australia. It's kind of very long way distance on the other side of the world. After the second year of middle school, I had a chance to go to Australia. My parents actually sent me there to learn English, of course, to study there, to bring up higher education. And after the second year of architecture studying, 
uh, had to do the military service in Korea, so I came back. And when I completed my military service, I had like six months between time. And at the time, my sisters, two of my sisters were studying music in Germany. And I was also quite interested in German fields of a lot of things, <laughs> not just architecture, but also the language. And somehow it was kind of maybe was my destination. So I had six month time and uh, I had opportunity to go there to learn German in between time. But when I first came to Germany, it was uh, Freiburg. And I really love the city because it has beautiful city and historically, architecturally, it had a lot of things that I really, really something I really wanted. And after finishing my language course, and I looked for a city where I could learn architecture, and I researched, and Stuttgart was there. So that's how I studied at the University of Stuttgart. It really sounds like your destination became your destiny and led you directly here to our university. You have started architectural studies in Australia. What aspects did you bring from Australia with you already from your studies that you could also use here in Stuttgart? I think uh, the, the education in Australia is the early years, to say the beginning of bachelor's, they are more focused in theoretical field, which means we look at the building, of course, there's a lot of design curriculums, but also very deeply involved in theoretical aspect. And it helped a lot to looking at the building, not just the form or shape, but also have deepened thought of looking at the architecture. So when I started studying at the University of Stuttgart, I had a chance to look at the architecture in very deep way of details and structure. And also this, my background of studying at the University of Adelaide had a lot in also looking at a bit wider range of view. One of your focuses here in Stuttgart that you took up and that our university offered at the time already were lightweight structures and studies in that particular field. Are you actually doing something in your work with that lightweight structure as well? Oh, yes. We are involved in deeply with the lightweight structure. Uh, we do design called glamping, which is a pavilion-shaped architecture. We use steel frames and membranes, which means this has to be built with very lightweight structure. It has to be very minimum and uh, it has to be very light. And we do a lot of uh, computation and also uh, form finding. And this was actually not studied suddenly, but actually the way I studied in at the University of Stuttgart actually helped a lot to develop better kind of design in this field. That relates actually to a current project that the University of Stuttgart is also involved in at the Venice Biennale. The Institute of Computational Design and Construction, ICD, and the Institute of Building Structures and Structural Design, ITKE, 
They both form a cluster of excellence and they show at the Venice Biennial a kind of new light fiber structure building. It's called Maison Fibre. And what is so special about it is that this installation is entirely made from robotically produced fibrous building elements. So what a contrast to many, many, many other buildings in the present form that prioritize simple construction processes over the saving of material and resources. This, for our architects, seems no longer sustainable and actually they offer a new approach to building. Do you know of a similar approach in Korea? When I was studying at the University of Stuttgart, I was heavy at ITKE under Professor Clippers and it was really fun at the time. When I came to Korea in 2013, the architecture in Korea was more involved with something very hard, solid body, like you mentioned, the many parts of the, the architecture. So buildings, which is built uh, mostly, I can say 99% of the buildings were built with concrete or bricks. And it was kind of not enough, not many uh, references which the buildings were built with other than concrete and bricks. But now the time is changing a little bit because to build building with steel or something lightweight structure, it requires higher level of engineer, which means concrete, we can just say, okay, the wall goes up and this solid wall, we know how thick it should be and we can judge roughly without engineering, we can say how the building should look like, how the structure should be. But with the lightweight structure, the understanding of architecture in structural way it's a lot more complicated and it requires a lot more consideration in minimizing the structure and also to have the building very safe. Lightweight structures are relevant today and will be in the future. Now, when we look at today's world, there are many buildings that perhaps need a reconsideration. I found one citation by Tim Susson who says, the most sustainable building is the one that already exists, unquote. And I wonder, how would you see that particular phrase in a Korean context? Can buildings be not necessarily reshaped, but given a different function uh, as they are to make them work according to your principles of architecture? I think in Korea, we had this period that the economy has boomed within very short time. And during this time, a lot of buildings actually were built very fast, but a lot of the buildings were built without really deep consideration of architecture. Actually, it made the sustainability of the building not really in good way. Because when we deconstruct, destruct the building, it requires a lot of energy and there will be a lot of waste coming out. And in this world, there's a limited 
resource which the human can use. So in order to have the buildings to have a sustainable lifetime or a kind of a better quality to bring to the city or the atmosphere, we have to put more effort before it is built. So when we design, then we really have to consider how this can be sustainable and how this can be long-lived and how people can use this building for well for long time. In, in Korea, actually, a lot of projects are happening at the moment. Of course, there are still new apartments. It's built every day. But at the same time, there are a lot of architects who put a lot of effort to reuse these old buildings, turn into new without destructing the whole building. And it really helps to have this city with a kind of footprint of this history. And also, it can save a lot of energy through this process. When it comes to Korea, the upcoming Seoul Biennial is also a very good example to discuss the challenges for architecture. As it happens, you are one of the curators for the Seoul Biennale. Can you call us, can you tell us a little more about your role as a curator? The title of the Seoul Biennale uh, is Crossroads, Building the Resilient City. So we are asking question, which city do you want to live? This is actually third time event in Seoul that we are having this Seoul Biennale of Architecture and Urbanism. And the general director of this Biennale is the French architect Dominique Perrault, very world well known. And I am myself and my wife Sujong are curators of Global Studios. And from last year, we actually made a contact to 40 universities in the world in different continents to submit their ideas to us. And we actually selected eight universities to build pavilions at the Biennale in Seoul. And the Biennale will be held at DDP, Dongdaemun Plaza, Design Plaza in Seoul, which is designed by Zaha Hadid, the English architect. And we are actually very excited to be involved as a curator of this great event in Seoul. Besides being a curator, you are also a designer of one of the pavilions at the Seoul Biennale. What did you design? I was actually quite lucky to also involve in the Biennale as an artist. In Biennale, there's also one part called thematic exhibition. And we were invited to build one of the pavilion. And the design of the pavilion is actually inspired from the glamping projects which we did in last many years. It's actually a bit smaller scaled but it's actually constructed instead of steel we construct it with a wood and the membrane so it's more sustainable and it actually within the pavilion we try to display all these projects we did uh, through last few years mm -hmm. 
Hee-Jun, at this moment, we are coming to the end of our conversation already. And in our series, we have something called Moment 7. That is, seven questions that we would like to ask you. And please answer them as shortly as possible. Okay? Yes. So let's go with Moment 1. Spätzle or Maultaschen? Maultaschen. Moment 2. One thing you could change about the world. The climate. <laughs> If you had a good budget, a really good budget, what would you like to design or build? Uh, I'd like to build a really nice public building that everyone can enjoy. Moment four. What was the best advice that you have ever received? Before I studied architecture, one of my friend's father told me that you should become an architect because you like mathematics and physics. And maybe that was the best advice that I had. Moment five. What is your favorite place here at the campus on our university? Uh, K1. Moment six. If I could start all over again, I would do the following differently. I would travel more because now the time is a bit difficult for us to travel. But if I had time, I would love to travel more and experience more. And finally, moment seven. Please complete the following sentence. The best thing about Stuttgart is... The experience, the life experience in Stuttgart because it was the foundation of where I am now. Thank you, Hee-Jun, for this lovely talk. Very informative and we learned a lot about the current situation of architecture in Korea and beyond. And as we said earlier, we also learned about your global experiences. We are looking forward to staying in touch and wish you the best of luck with everything you do. Thank you very much. And for me, the life experience in Stuttgart was very memorable and very special. And I really miss Stuttgart. Thank you. Gamsahamnita for your time. It has been a very informative talk for all of us. And we now understand so much better how architecture is made in science. Auf Wiedersehen from Stuttgart. Auf Wiedersehen aus Korea. <laughs>